Hey fam, so right quick, I just wanted to help y'all out because I am loving and appreciating all the support I'm seeing from all my white friends and everyone else who is non-black. Especially happy to see a lot of white ones though, speaking out, that's great. Um, I'm also seeing a lot of just, how do I help more? And you know, I never really will understand fully and all these other things that I just want to say, ooh, ooh, you know, maybe don't say never because like if you can understand Zuko's drive to capture the Avatar or, you know, understand the hearts of the keepers in Joe Exotic Zoo in Tiger King or even just understand Will's mom's position and that she's not crazy in Stranger Things, then I believe if you give yourself enough time and resources, you can understand the plight of black people in America. Overall, I'm seeing so many people who want to be better allies and don't really know how. And the only work that I'm going to do to help you out with this is just give you more representation and then let you deal with what you think you can deal with. Because that's literally all I can do. But I will say that there aren't a lot of models to express the nuances when it comes to dealing with racism. Which is why I'm going to give you this example, which I just think fits the best. Which is Stanley Yelnats from Holes. I'm so serious. I'm so serious. Reread the book, go watch the movie again. Best example on how to understand what your privilege is and how to do the best you can with it. But let me just like refresh your memory on why this is important. Okay, so like Stanley is a kid, you know, who lands at a prison camp in a desert because of some bad luck he inherited from his no good, dirty, rotten, pig stealing great great grandfather. You know, said grandfather earned the curse by fucking over a woman of color named Madame Zeroni, who went out of her way to help him. Totally and completely justified. Literally his grandfather, whatever his name is, like Elsa, um, wants to marry this cute white girl who's dumb as shit. When he asks Madame Zeroni for help, she's like, but mm, she's dumb as shit. You could do better, fam. Please do. But no, because white boy get a white boy and insisted that Zeroni offer some aid. So she did. She gave him practical advice. <laughs> she was like, take this pig and work the fuck out with it. You know, get swole, get the pig swole, get the girl. But once you get swole, please carry me up the same mountain that I've been telling you to carry up this pig. It's literally the least you could do and the last thing I need you to do. Literally the least you could do. I can't get up there because I'm kind of disabled and elderly and lack the means. Remember me, please. And then he didn't. And then he didn't get the girl. And then he was cursed forever whilst bringing the shit over to his new life in America. Big thing to note, though, is that Madame Zeroni never actually cursed him. Literally, that was a higher power that understood that if you fuck over someone who does not have the means to fend for themselves, you will get cursed, and rightfully so. I'm about it. You know, universe don't forget that shit. Okay, so like, fast forward to Stanley, who like continues this tradition of being cursed, but also using what little privilege he has and to his advantage over people of color by literally getting Zero, the great grand descendant of Madame Zeroni, to do extra work for him for free. Sorry, not for free. Zero wants to get Stanley to teach him how to read and write, and Stanley's like, sure, if you dig my hole. So literally to be a fucking decent human being. That is what Zero is trading. I need you to give me human decency, <laughs> you know, in exchange for me doing all of your work, which is digging a five foot wide five foot deep hole 
Zero has to do that for himself, does it for Stanley, and then at the end of the day, Stanley who's like, oh, I don't have energy to teach, oh my god. Zero's just like, I'll just do it for you so that you can teach me. And that's their deal. So the other kids see this and they're like, oh my god, no, that's some fucking shit. You are just so goddamn privileged. And they call him out on it and they start bullying him and rightly so. And Stanley's like wrestling with himself about it because he's like, well, he offered, you know, like this is hard. And I didn't tell him I wanted him to do my work. He, you know, he decided that, you know, like, and I'm still helping him. I'm still a good person. And it's not even my fault that like I'm benefiting more from this system that I kind of put in place. But look, I didn't really put it in place. I just, I just knew how to read and he didn't. I had more things than he did. He didn't like, I came from like a family and he didn't, you know, like I came from a place that didn't judge me on my skin color or an unfair foster system. And you know, uh, I'm still fat. So he doesn't know my pain. Okay. And now we hit to the climax, which is the whole point of me talking this much, but Zero takes a shovel because he's just so goddamn fed up at one point and hits the counselor who's been bullying him this whole time and calling him dumb as shit and treating him as such. And Stanley looks at this and then looks at Zero just like run off into the desert and goes, yeah, I fucked up. He's this mad and is rioting, rioting. And you know what? Fair. I could have helped him more. I could have worked harder for him. I could have seen how much of a strain quite literally triple the work would be for him. If he could work and learn after work, then I could teach after I do my work too. Shit. Gotta make it right. And he does! By doing right by zero. By going out into the desert, finding him, carrying him up a physical mountain, feeding him, nursing him back to health, bringing him back down safely, stands up for him finally against all the actually cartoonishly easy to pick out racist villains. And at the end, when he's recovered his true white privilege and it all is good, he takes Zero with him to be a part of it. That, that was the actual moment of him taking Madame Zeroni up the mountain. There was the physical labor part, but really it's doing right by people who have lesser means than you by people of color who have been fucked over by a system of history that has continually cursed them. You know, like literally, that was carrying Madame Zeroni up the mountain. Privilege says that you don't have to, but you should, or else you get cursed. You get cursed, while the people you did not help still suffer from theirs. So that's the big takeaway from this, right? Is that when all of this settles down and we can go back to another quote-unquote normal don't reset the curse. Carry Zeroni up the mountain. Okay, and I know that there was a lot to that metaphor, but if you're still struggling to like understand what I mean, you know, another way to take it is that carrying Zeroni up the mountain can be as easy as, or as difficult as you naming the racists in your everyday lives, in your everyday homes, in your everyday families, right? And then calling them out on their shit. That's it. But keywords every day, not just when it's trending, every day. And that, that right there, that daunting work is when you can carry Madame Zeroni up the mountain and engage all the people who are like seeing the nastiest shit online and always do it, not just during this, but like during elections, during crimes that appear on the news, like dealing with that shit 
so that I don't have to. And especially when I'm not around, whenever your other friends of color are not around is when you are a true ally, is when we're not in the room and you still think, oh, would I let you say this with my friend around? And why am I letting you say this with them not around? Okay, let's do the work and carry Madame Zeroni up the mountain. Does that make sense? Can I get an amen?